good day. You are listening to a podcast, but this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, welcome to another the home episodes of uh, the podcast, the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. Uh, it's in the bottom square today, but I hear he's back in the stage. You can hear his microphone shaking around while I'm like, "Give us the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on?" What's up, boys? I was just trying to get myself pumped up, dude. I'm tired as hell. I had a long flight in. Um, But, yeah, I'm feeling good. You know, Warzone is on the book. I got Chris Smith, your brother, coming to town. Let's talk about it. Let's go. All right. Up there in the top corner today, getting the studio all set up. Uh, Matt Connor, the producer, MCTP. What up, Matt? Hey, Ted. How are you, man? Excellent. It's great to see you. I was excited to get... Cobb's photo and update, um, and you know this has been been a big kickoff to 2022. Congratulations on conquering Warzone. All right, Warzone so the, baby. The photo was you by there. Did you actually ride ski down it, dude? So that photo looks like I'm on a bunny hill, but what you can't see. So if you look at that photo closely, you'll see that behind us the snow just stops. That snow is a cliff that plunges down almost directly. So Warzone actually was kind of a crazier adventure than I expected. So I thought it was just kind of like a run that was in um, Park City. Um, but it's you have to take two chairs, then you have to ski this long cat track like out into like this like remote valley in the back. Then you get on a lift that's just two seats. It's like an old one of those old school lifts, yeah. like you don't really even see them anymore. It's like a little metal pole, yeah. two seats that like are barely clinging to it. It takes you up like this mountain way in the back, back. And it feels like you can't even see any other lifts from this thing. Like you're deep. And as you're going up, you're looking at these steep cliff sides. And we haven't gotten a lot of snow down in Park City in the last 20 days, almost none in January. So there's tons of exposed rock and trees. And I'm just like, Oh, s like this thing is going to be pretty real. My brother, my buddy's playing danger zone on his phone as we're just like ascending to the heavens. And so I was like, okay, we'll, we'll see how this goes. And so it's not really like a, a demarcated run. Like you don't really have it. There's no sign. So you ski along this Ridge and then you have to take your skis off and climb up a big rock pile, like another 300 yards or so. And then you kind of come to like a little bit of an opening and you're like, okay, like this is it. So we just drop through these trees. And as soon as we trapped, so we're getting all pumped up. I took that photo, um, which you can't really see the run in it. And then we strapped on our, our boots and I was with two really experienced guys. So one of them was like, Hey, let me go first and make sure we're not about to go off a cliff. Good thing he did because we almost did go off a giant cliff. And, uh, yeah, skiing down. Warzone lived up to expectations because it had every obstacle you can encounter when skiing. There was exposed rock, cliffs, tight trees, weak snow cover, ice, no powder. Um, but it was good, man. I mean, I conquered. I didn't fall. Um, we went down it. And, you know, I'm not going to say I feared for my life, but it was intimidating. And... uh <laughs> You know, it was definitely the most intense run I've done. And, uh, you know, now I would say I'm, I'm an intermediate skier. So we did it, boys. First goal down. <laughs> How, uh, I don't, because I don't ski. I know like snowboarding sometimes when you start at the top of the hill and you got to go really far down, like my one leg will just start burning. It's like, do your legs get tired on a run that long? Yes. Yes, they do. It was, <laughs> dude, it's, well, cause you're just, you're turning a lot to like avoid crashing into like a pile of rocks like because because the cover was so thin so yeah it was pretty rowdy man but definitely yeah your legs are burning at the bottom of it you're gasping for air because you're at 9900 feet above sea level um but it was good it was fun like good crew we were feeling it i had a couple college sodas before to pump myself up because i feel like that takes the fear away a little bit you know so um it was good man it went flawlessly um but yeah now you know would I do it again? I, I don't know. 
but it was a fun ass run. Oh, sorry, I swore. <laughs> That's fine. And you said you said it was like closed like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. So like it's recently reopened and not in good shape yeah they reopened it because the avalanche danger has gone away because there's just not enough snow for an avalanche now you're more worried about a rock slide wow yeah that sounds it was pretty rowdy boys (laughs) i would have filmed myself going down it except i just i don't i'm not that good you know i was like i just need to focus on keeping my legs underneath me yeah i feel like if you were going to film that that's more of a gopro on the helmet yeah yeah yeah, this is like about as close to out of bounds as you can get while, while still being in. So anyway, yeah, it was cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it lived up to the hype. It was effing scary, boys. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it sounds... But we scary. got it done. <laughs> Dude, and you said like you can't see on the back of the photo like where what happens, but you can tell, like you said, that rickety old backcountry lift. It's like, oh, they're in no man's land. And that means yeah. the fact that there's nothing there. It's probably just a straight off cliff. <laughs> yeah. Dude, exactly. Yeah, that lift was it's like that cool. line, like out here, nobody can hear you scream. You know, like just it would take honestly, it would probably take ski patrol about forty five minutes to get to you. Wow. Yeah, it was deep. Do so, they give you a warning anyway. before you get on that extra lift of like, hey, do you know where you're going? Like, can you do this? Yeah, they do. Dude, so at the bottom, I should have taken a photo of the sign. So the bottom is this huge orange sign. It just shows two black diamonds and it says experts only. There are no like, um, what was it? Like no blues, no access routes, no like whatever, like just like, cause it's just cliffs. So yeah, they're, they're pretty uh, brutally upfront about it. And they're just like, hey, like do not do this unless you consider yourself an expert skier. And Your I was like, okay, I guess that means me. Yeah. What'd you so, say, Matt? I was just was like, they, they just put on the sign, like, your lift ticket waived us of all liability. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Read the fine print. They just put <laughs> it on the sign, like, just one last time for the lawyers. <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't dangerous at all, but I would say the Globetrotters, 10 out of 10, would recommend. Really? Dude, I got that oh, photo my- you said. It looked awesome. Yeah, like I went to the 2 p.m. show. wasn't that crowded. It's kind of cool. You could just walk around the arena. But, like, I forgot how good the Globetrotters are, man. Like, it's funny. It's like, I don't know, like two hours of showtime. Like, I was dying laughing. I was like, this is great. And they do a thing in, like, the one of the quarters where they, like, are in slow-mo. And then they're, like, in reverse slow-mo. So you're watching it in person. But they re, re go back and redo almost every move. And the guy's, like pace for pace with them the same way going backwards and like if i had to sit next to a kid i wanted to elbow the person next to me and be like i feel like i'm on mushrooms (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) Uh, dude yeah the photo looked cool man it looked like it was a fun event was it busy like were there a lot of people there there was a lot more people in the middle but they had i want to say they had two shows that day so that 2 p.m. one wasn't too crowded, which was kind of good, kind of getting in and out. Yeah. And it was like actually Saturday was a nice day here. Like the fog finally lifted, like the sun was out. I was like, nice. How yeah, was, yesterday was nice too when I flew in. Sorry, go ahead, Matt. I was just curious how the Globe Trotters like on court performance has changed over the years, Ted, because you've like seen them a bunch, you know, and it's like it's new guys. I mean, you saw them before and won existed right yeah because i saw him as a kid yeah but uh what was i gonna say like i mean there's just some crazy dunks like there's some giant dudes they have a little person on there there's a lady there's a woman globetrotter now which when she took the court like sometimes i forget i always say this is like a straight white male about representation like when she got on the court every little girl in that arena was like it's a girl and I was like, oh, yeah, like they could see themselves. Like it was it was I was shocked at the pop that got from the audience. I was like, oh, OK, that's cool, man. Oh, that's awesome. I love yeah. to hear that. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's good. And then like, you know, like Christ, they caught me up in it. Right. They never lose to the generals. But it was like the fourth quarter. And in my head, I'm like, man, the generals are really hanging around. Are they going to pull this off? 
It's like, no, like it's part of the show. I'm here to witness history. <laughs> exactly. I was like, uh-oh, General's about to do this. General's showing out tonight, boy. Were there any General's fans there? There was like five in the front row, which I'm assuming were family members. <laughs> but like, yeah, they're like some people cheer for the General. I mean, you kind of cheer for the Generals too, just because, but like, they're all Hoopers. Do you know the Generals I mean? have merch? I did not see the Generals merch. Okay. That's why I assumed wow. we were family members, because there was like five people in Generals gear, and I was like, they have to know somebody on the team. Like, they're not out here selling Generals gear. That'd be pretty fresh if you could find some. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be a that bad Halloween. That wouldn't be a bad Halloween costume. Just get like <laughs> 10 dudes, like five low trotters and five generals. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that would be pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, and like they mess with the audience. Like it's like a 10 minute running clock. Like obviously it's a show for children, right? But they drop some jokes in there for the adults. But I'm telling you, like, we the three of us could easily go and just sit there and be like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Ted, no offense. I don't mean this in any way, but like the show for children, I feel like in that context, you and I would both love. Oh, yeah, because I was sitting there and I was like, I texted you guys. And then I was thinking, I was like, dude, like the three of us and like Sean and Joe <laughs> could easily go to this and still like it'd be like, this is awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, I feel like honestly, like one of my favorite things about Matt is like almost any event he's hyped up. Like when he tells us about shows and then he's like, I was at the Tractor Tavern, smashed against the front of the stage, loving it. And it's like, I feel like we've heard that story like 30 times, you know, and I still love it. And he's like, now his big thing is like, I go to the weed bank in California and I'm smoking, smoking doja and walking around a street fair, you know, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, he's always hyped. Great Thursday night. Do it every week. Exactly. Right. Well, I was like there with a group of people. So there was kids with us. But I was like, dude, you could totally go to this. It's just adults. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love to go. And I mean, Climate Pledge, like the concessions are expensive. Man, they got everything in there. They got a little Woody's in there. Yeah. Like there's like a pizza joint. There's Shaq's Big Chicken. Yeah. Dang. I told you guys, we, we were on the little Woody's train early. They're in Climate Pledge and SeaTac now. Yeah, dude, wow. you're right. You like little. Wo- I think it helped that Little Woody's was by the old station too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but check the tape. I mean, we're there before anyone knew who they were. Yeah, not only that. How about uh, our buddy Joe sent a group text, like me and Cobb and a couple other people, and he's like, "Ted was ahead of his time. They have seltzer on tap now." And I was like, "Look, I was always excited about the hard seltzers, but I was like, by the time we went to Burning Man, it wasn't that odd to have them. I think it was just it's just." Like other people are like, these are for teenagers. Like, no, they're delicious. And I have <laughs> seltzers in my fridge right now. Timing. Dude, well, <laughs> on that, in terms of checking the tape, I just want to throw ranch water back out there. She'll be nationwide at some point. They just got bought by Diageo. So same thing. Three years from now. I just want to time check that. So three years from now, I can ranch water. Yeah. It's like, kind of like a seltzer water, but it's agave nectar, some tequila in there. It's really good. It comes wow. in a can. You got me White on Topo can. Chico. Yeah, they got yeah. big so time distribution seltzer coming out. Yeah, there are hard seltzers out up here too. Uh, all right, speaking of checking the tape, so it's been bugging me that I couldn't figure out where I watched a Super Bowl. Right, so like I remember the Philly or the Eagles versus the Patriots. Right, I was up at Taron and Brad's, and then like the next year, I just couldn't figure out what the hell I was doing. And then, like, the next year was 2019. Like, I had brunch with Joe, and then my buddy Troy came over. Last year, I think, Cobb, you might have been over here. It was, like, a small group. So I've been racking my brain, racking my brain for, like, a week. It's been killing me. I can't figure it out. And then uh, I should check his name. Some guy hit me on Twitter today, and he's like, Ted, I went through the tape. You had Cobb and, uh, you had Cobb and Matt and a couple other people, Chansey Wilkins. Right, he goes, I figured it out for the 2018-19 season. You're at your house with Cobb and a couple ladies. I believe there was a condom on the trash can. Uh, <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> I was like, yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. So I remember funny. that. That was so funny. Yeah, so, oh, God. Yeah, dude. I, I'm trying to remember what women were there. I know my ex-girlfriend came with me. 
Tyler was and there. So it was probably Matt and Tyler. I, I didn't notice yeah, Tyler. I didn't find out it. Oh Tyler's my God, the girls told did. Me about it. Yeah, the girls noticed it immediately. So just on the costumes. <laughs> um, yeah, so like everyone has that little trash can in their bathroom, right? Ted's bathroom is pretty small. Trash can is right there to the right of the toilet. Can't miss it. And just lying right on the top, like almost as if it had been like on display, like a nice watch or something. Just boom, used condom. It's like it's nothing. And like, yeah, my the person I was with like immediately mentioned it. Like, oh my God. And then, yeah, dude, that was funny, man. Just like a badge of honor out there. Well, two, to get it done. two things. Number <laughs> one, your ex, she was like, oh, thanks for cleaning up. And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I have no idea that she's already seen the condom. So then, like, when I find out, it might have been on the podcast she brought it up. But also, I remember, I think she gave you crap because Cobb and I had been out earlier the night before. And then we left and I threw out a Hail Mary that came through. She was like, weren't you with him? And it's like, yeah, I don't know. I left him at eight. Like, I don't know what because you guys showed up by like one and it's like you know you didn't even have like what do you have 12 hours to get this done <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah that makes me think of that show 24 like i would love to see what happened in those hours of ted's life <laughs> yeah right because it was like it was the girl i used to know that lived around the neighborhood so like i didn't even give it two thoughts like we hooked up i just took it off like probably took a pee and then i was like all right now it's the next morning. Like, let's let's get the food going. Let's go watch this Super Bowl. It's, I, I mean, I was just like, look, this is a thriving bachelor pad, okay? We don't need your judgment. Yeah. Ted oh, gonna my. do what Ted gonna do. <laughs> I know. It's just uh, like, I know when that guy sent me that tweet today, I was like, oh, my God. Now I remember. I was like, yep, I was sitting right here. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, he's totally right. I remember that Super Bowl, man. That was fun. fun day. <laughs> Great food, too. Yeah, I think that was that the one where uh, the mayor's wife made Madeleines, but she didn't want to bring them because she thought they were burnt. The little like uh, lemon cookies. I don't remember. I just remember that it was the Philadelphia Eagles playing the New England Patriots. And what Eagles no, no, no. won. It was, it was the Rams and the Patriots. You're talking about 2018? The 2018 2019 season. So the Super Bowl. Trust oh, me. So 2019. Right, it's always hard because the years are separate from the Super Bowl. But we watched that boring ass uh, Rams one because that's why I was yep, like, the Patriots game was... beat the Rams. You're right. I was like, that game was so boring. I don't remember it. I was like, where the hell was I? But yeah. I remember the Eagles one because of the Philly special, and like, yeah. So I was just like, it was, it was killing me. And then Miles kept bringing it up on the air, and I'm like, let it go, dude. I can't remember. <laughs> like I went and did the research and dug around and found it. I was like, oh yeah, now I remember. Do the research. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, real quick, before we jump to the next topic, are you back in the lab? Are you pumping iron again? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, cool. Just That was just friend to friend. I was just curious. We don't have to talk about it. I will say this. Uh, in the two years with gyms being open and closed and off and on, and Matt, you'll laugh at this, but like I was with my trainer on Friday, and he's like, all right, grab a 60-pound. Uh, dumbbell for rows. Yeah, I, I thought I thought I had to curl it, and I'm like, dude, like full for disclosure, like I can't curl sixty pound dumbbells. And he's like, no man, a row. And I'm like, a row. What the fuck's a row? And like he gets on the bench, and I'm like, yup, yup, my bad, I'm an idiot. I have clearly not done that exercise for my back in two years. <laughs> like it just it just left my mind, right? Wow. Yeah, because I, you know what I mean? Like, I'll do other stuff. I just hadn't been on a bench doing a, and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this, but I felt like a moron. Like, oh, I can't curl 60 pound dumbbells. He's like, I'm not asking you to curl 60s. I mean, that would be gay. <laughs> He's like, relax, man. You've earned your place here. Okay. <laughs> You've established a reputation in the lab. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, you, everybody knows you cross over that line from like the 45s and it's like the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. Like I don't travel over there too often. So I was like, my eyes were like, a 60? That's hilarious. I like the idea of you being like, what are you dumb? I can't curl this. And he's like, yeah, no, it's a row. 
Yeah, I mind. know, right? I mean, I was just deadpan. Like, dude, look, I, I just like, you know, usually like I give it an effort, but I'm just like, like there's no way I'm pro me. <laughs> so funny. Uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. No, but yeah, the last few weeks, I mean, last two weeks, I've been good about lifting again. But yeah, trying to, okay. trying to get nice. back to the routine. That's why I got all the chicken in the crock pot. Nice. There we go. There we go. I feel like the winter, you always like, like late winter, you always get like weirdly, like intensely disciplined, like heading into yeah. summer. Like, I feel like you usually have like a pretty good, like March through May, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That is, that is, that is probably my best time, but <laughs> yeah. What's a row? Oh, shit. I know what that is. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Let's see. Did you guys see Tom Brady officially retire? Sure did. What? Oh, yeah. Wow. Straight from his Where? account. None of these inside reporters. Would you guys consider him? I, I don't really like the term goat personally. What do you guys think? A goat or no? Oh, hands down. Tough to argue with. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys... Uh, you guys like the term? I feel like it gets thrown around too much now. No, you know, we we've kind of talked about it. Like, I do think get goat gets thrown around too often, and like, I don't know. It's one of those words again that was cool, but then like everybody uses it so much. I'm like, hey, all right, let's stop having that conversation yeah. all the time, right? Like Tom Brady, like yeah, Brady's a rarity, right? Like Brady, Jordan, Lemieux, Tiger. What's it, Tiger? Right, like Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah. I mean, LeBron's close. But he can't be because Jordan is. Yeah. I mean, I'll listen to that argument, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Um, Same way with, like, Gretzky. Like, I don't know. I've listened to some arguments about, like, Gordy Howe. or I mean, I said Lemieux first. I mean, there's other guys up there. I would say Gretzky, man. Didn't he have twice the number of goals as the number two guy or something crazy like that. It's, it's absurd stat. Yeah. Ovechkin might catch him depending on how long he plays. I was going to say, yeah, Ovechkin, Ovechkin. Ovechkin's nasty. Yeah, he's sneaking up there. All right, so here's a question I have for you, though. So Tom Brady puts out a long, like, I'm, I'm finally retiring. Thanks, everybody, in Tampa Bay. Like, I, you know, I want to give it my all if I can't. I want the team to do this and that. And, like, Patriots fans were like butthurt. They were like, why didn't he think the Pat or thank the Pats? And I'm like, for me, I was like, well, he already left there and thanked them all. Yeah. And I was like, dude, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Dude, my hot take is this, man. I lived in Boston for four years. I, I actually love that city and I had a great time there, but those are some bitter and angry people. Okay. Like those winters and those tight streets with no parking and, you know, the corrupt uh, cops and politicians, like they've just slowly broken those people and they will find anything to be angry about. Like they're angry if the Pats are winning, they're angry if the Pats are losing. Like unless the Pats, the C's and the B's are all number one, people in New England are going to find a way to bitch about it. So of course they try to make it about them. And that's really just because they wish they were New York, you know? And so it, that doesn't surprise me at all. That, they I do. Guess, try I guess- I guess my point was, was like, like he, he left two years ago and like was very nice to New England. Ooh, excuse me. But then I was like, he'll, it's not like he's going to leave him out of the Hall of Fame speech. Just <laughs> yeah. retiring in his last team was Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's retiring literally from Tampa Bay. It's like he already left New England and they're like, oh, well, he's still our quarterback. It's like, no, he's not. You got a new guy, you know, move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. New York's better. Okay. <laughs> Just move there. Okay. There's better food, better women. What do you want me to say? <laughs> better sports team. No, that kidding. is not true. But Boston has dominated but, sports. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and honestly, it got to the point up there. Uh, this is a long diatribe. It doesn't really matter, but I feel like they don't appreciate playoff runs anymore because they just had so many of them that so there's like, Oh yeah, of course they're like, Good. It's like, dude, think about the Mariners, okay? Put yourself even worse in the shoes of the Sonics. You know, like Seattle's been through it. Like, we appreciate a good team. Boston, not so much. I mean, we get our hopes up every July and August that the Mariners might do something. Or they, or it's the opposite. Every, they have a hot start. 
you know, and blow it by those months. But yeah, always. Every, that's my wild the prediction. Mariners every year. Yeah, it's my wild prediction this year. They're playing in the postseason. If it's one postseason game, that counts. <laughs> the Mariners. Yes. Dude, I would have loved when we did the Cobb topic, like, what's your crazy prediction out of 2022 if that was what you had? That's what I said. I said it. It is? Yeah. yeah. Check the tape, man. Do the research. Look back. <laughs> uh, check that. I think he, man, I think there was an S word in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then the other thing I would say, this is just me bitching and moaning. And look, I get it. You have TV contracts and this and that. But hey, USA Soccer. You have a World Cup qualifier against Canada. Canada absolutely Canada. beat the tar out of us. But like, um, you might want to have that on a normal channel instead of uh, a premium channel or a streaming service. Like I watched it in Spanish, which is fine. But like, you're really trying to grow, <laughs> grow the game, right? I watched it on Telemundo, but like, fine, but I watch cricket. Right? If you want to grow the game, like you might want to have that on, like compete because it's like most people couldn't find that game and are like, screw it. I'll watch a playoff game in the NFL. And I'm like, I can't blame them. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm happy that America didn't have to see that game because it was ugly. It was bad. I, it was bad. Dude, Canada has like, what, like one sixth the people we have probably like, come on. And I, I feel like they don't even have that many, like, I'm not even going to say superstars, like world-class players, but. You know, if they played well, what can you what can you say? But yeah, I'm with you. They if they wanted to go mainstream, they need way way better TV coverage. I'm surprised that's not like all pre negotiated and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I was just like, man, this seems like a rivalry you could really pump up. And like they were putting out all these promo videos, and I was like, you got to be kidding me! It's only on Paramount Plus. They said, shout out to Telemundo. Like I didn't understand a ton of the coverage, and I was like, all right, at least I can watch it. Yeah. Telemundo Mundial's got your back. Um, how are you guys, real quick, as we're just talking sports on TV, is anyone excited for these Olympics? I mean, I'm not, but I'm a sports nerd. I'll end up watching stuff. Yeah, I feel like I'll end up watching too, but no part of me, like I can't name any athletes. I'm not like counting down the days, although I think they, they start Saturday for what it's worth. I did see, though, that the FBI has restricted U.S. athletes from bringing their cell phones. Wow. So that's something. I don't know. One of the guys on the curling team. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Curling is actually a great sport to watch. I don't know if you guys ever have it on at the house, but it's good background sport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Team Schuster, they're the best. They won the gold last time. (laughs) Actually, uh, tangentially (laughs) related to the. Olympics when you drive into Park City um so they had the Olympics there at some point and that's where a lot of the Olympic training stuff is um you can see you know how they do like that long jump on skis you guys know what I'm talking about ski jump yeah ski jump dude that thing is absolutely insane you can see it from the freeway and it is huge dude it's like it's got to be bigger than Capitol Hill like I mean it is massive like that, the jump plus the run out at the bottom. Oh, I cannot believe people fly off those things. And it's so steep. Do you know? I mean, do you, all right, here you go. Do you know where the birthplace of uh, US, USA uh, ski jumping is? Ted, I have no idea how you know that. No idea. Like, dude, I, no. Yeah, no, I don't. It's Leavenworth. <laughs> <laughs> Of USA ski jumping? How is that even possible? Yeah, like super long time back in the day, like they had ski jumping out that I don't know if it was up at Stevens or what, but it's like like there's little stuff around Leavenworth, like birthplace of ski jumping in the USA. And wow. the only nutcracker museum in the country. That I did man. They seem like they should have more museums. That's crazy. That's a travesty. Nutcrackers are a staple. Um <laughs> dude, weirdly, um, yeah, you know how there's like those, uh, you know how those ski jumps, like the ones that aren't snow are like little plastic um, pins that you ski down. They're kind of like nails. Like the ones one they use in the, close? in the summertime to jump into the pools? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So weirdly, I did get to go down one of those one time on a snowboard. There was this woman who lived on a lake who had one because she had won the uh, the big air competition in the X Games. And so I got to go down one of those things once. A hundred times as scary as it looks. A hundred. Oh. And that one's like one one tenth the size of a real ski jump. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've watched them like do practices in the summertime when they jump into the giant pool. It might be in Park City, honestly. But I'm yeah, just, yeah, I'm, that's where it is. They have a, a big pool and yeah, like a lodge there. Yeah, it looks fun as hell, but it always looks scary as hell, too. Yeah, dude, it is scary. Yeah, so that's like right by the house. That's like uh, two miles away from where I've been, been staying. Nice. Maybe, maybe five. I don't know. It's right down the, down the valley. You know yeah. how these things are, Ted. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's take a break here and we'll come back and get into uh, some emails, check in with uh, what's mattening and wrap up the cop topic. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get back into it. <laughs> all right, as always, thanks to our sponsors. Uh, they're not a sponsor, but if you get a chance, go see the Harlem Globetrotters. Again, 10 out of 10 would recommend. All right, Cobb, do we have some emails? Yeah, we got a couple. Um, sorry about the technical difficulties, boys. It looks like our first one is about the Globetrotters. Uh, right. Subject line, Globetrotters. They will play anywhere, all caps. When I was a junior at Friday Harbor High School, less than 350 students, the senior class managed to use their class budget to schedule the Globetrotters to come in and play our tiny gymnasium and sold tickets to the public. I still regret not going to that show. Uh, I vote for a the meetup at a Globetrotters event, August. <laughs> Dude, how do you not go to that event? You have the Globetrotters in your gym. They trot the globe and they came to you. Yeah. Wow. I mean, the only thing, the only resignation I would have about a meetup at a Globetrotters event is, uh, you know, sometimes the meetups, the, the beers flow quickly. And like, I just want to emphasize it is still a ch- event for children. <laughs> <laughs> like i was yeah, in that arena really... for three three and a half hours i literally had two beers <laughs> yeah that would not happen at the meetup ted would be seven and a half beers deep easily <laughs> plus a couple of weird shots <laughs> honestly dude that is one of the fun things I, I i feel like this is gonna come back to bite me but taking shots with listeners of the show is really fun <laughs> i'll just say that <laughs> i just personally enjoy that <laughs> oh i mean it is but it, i gotta yeah you gotta i gotta be careful you do you do it's like in my seat they can add up quick man let me <laughs> <Yeah>. tell you <laughs> they come fast and furious ted have you ever gotten blacked out at a work event real question uh, I feel like you're pretty good at handling your liquor, but I know there's a lot of people coming at you with a lot of energy and they're like, Hey, have a beer with me, have a shot with me. And those men's room beers are heavy. Yeah. I mean, usually the men's room stuff, there's like enough, like on date on stage duties and stuff. I can kind of like duck away and be all right. But a few years ago when we had the meetup at, uh, down at King street bar and oven, I was, I was freaking oh. loaded. <laughs> oh, dude, you were turned. Oh, my God. I remember you trying to pick up that joint on the sidewalk. Yeah. That was so funny. That's when I knew. Like, I was like, oh, he's pretty toasty. And then when you like were trying to pick that up, I was like, oh, my God. I actually now am responsible for him. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you were like, let's go. And, like, we stopped and got food. I ate it. Then it was like, dude, are we going to stop for food? And you're like, you already ate it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, and that's the thing. Like, I was pretty hammered after that, too. So I remember it being like, yeah, God, that was fun. <laughs> Hello to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the all land. land. Hey, look, you put the topic in the description and you gain another email. Do you gain another emailer? Ted, you never go full cowboy. Tropic Thunder reference. Great movie. Top topic. My attainable dream car is a slightly lifted Ford Raptor. That truck is fierce looking. Cobb, I don't know why, but I see you in a Toyota Tacoma. Oh, dude, that's actually, yeah, that's pretty on brand. Uh, side note, I, I used to drive like a little Nissan truck called White Lightning. Oh, I guess we probably talked about that. Side note, I'm looking into a new Tacoma and I'm thinking I'm going to fly to Texas to buy one and drive it back here to Washington. Don't know why, but they're almost eight grand cheaper down there. Been here since episode one, emailed once, Levi. Wow. I Levi, like I, 
I'll tell you what, our buddy that we work with uh, at the station, Jason, VD, as we call him on the men's room, that's like his thing, man. He'll fly somewhere like to get a specific truck. Like last time, I think he went to like, I don't know, like Wyoming or Dakota or something and then drove it all the way back. And I was like, seems like a long drive. But like, yeah, like if you're into that stuff, like he loves it. I think that's a great idea. Go get that truck. Dude, and, and Levi, I can actually weirdly offer some insight into this. I'm not really a big car guy, but I did actually buy my last car in Texas and drove it to Washington. It was like um, uh, an RX 330, I think, like a Lexus SUV. I wanted one, but obviously, you know, I've been broke for the last like 10 years. So I was like, okay, I want one, but I don't really want to spend the money. And in Washington, they were about 13.5. And I got one down there for like 8,700 or 8,900. And uh, it was great, man. It was in great shape. Um, you know, it had a couple of issues, but they told me about that up front. I actually recommend that the big, the strategy, you probably already know this if you're considering it, but the strategy is to get one in a state with like, you know, a low consumer price index, like a low cost of goods, but not near a coast because you don't want saltwater damage or a lemon that was involved in a flood. So Texas is really good. Oklahoma is even better. I feel like Nebraska is pretty good. Kansas. And then occasionally people will buy cars in Florida, but I personally recommend against that. So something to consider i still love the license plate said vibes and i was like dude you don't smoke enough weed to have this be your license plate like if i'm a cop i'm just pulling you over on that (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it was the license plate was vibing and i remember yeah everybody was loving it because at the time it was before we were just saying how the word goat is played out this was before vibing was played out people were loving it people were always like honking at me in traffic it felt like at any point, like some woman was just going to like pop her kids out and show me like it was, it was sweet. I was getting a lot of love on the road, but, um, <laughs> but then Ted, of course, just like the first time he saw it, he's like, he has a joint in his hand and he's like, yeah, man, I feel like that license plate just says, pull me over. I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> like, dude, he's totally right. Like, damn it. <laughs> uh, oh man. All right, well, uh, Matt, let's let's hear what's happening. Hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening, hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Check out what's happening. Hey, hey what's good? What's happening? Uh, before we get to what's happening, hey, what's good? What's happening? Check out what's happening. All right, uh, yeah, this is a is a fun weekend. Um. I actually I saw two bands this weekend. Nice. Um, shout out to my brother Luke. He let me know his friend uh, Tyler's band called Will Dorado is gonna was gonna be here in Palm Springs, and uh, they're at this really cool venue. There's more of like a, it's like a Chinese restaurant, but it was like um, Chinese. Uh, influenced by like seafood um and but it was like outdoors and they had a little stage and it was just like cool lighting and uh plants and everything and they put on an awesome set they're like an indie band so it was like chill um to eat dinner too i thought but then afterwards we were talking to my brother's friend and he was like yeah man there's definitely a lot of people eating dinner that did not know there was going to be a band like right there so (laughs) (laughs) you hear like sorry for ruining your dinner or thanks for letting us ruin your dinner they did that smart thing where you say thanks for this instead of sorry um i read something one time that was like if you say sorry too much just start saying thank you for what the person did instead of sorry for what you did um like thanks for waiting instead of sorry i'm late but yeah subtle little subtle little thing when dealing with people um and but yeah they're like, thanks for letting us ruin your dinner and uh yeah they put on a cool set before that you know had to go to the 420 bank as usual and there's some like canadian old there was a bunch of like i walked in and it was like oh there's some people here and there's a band about to start like that's common practice and then i went to the bathroom and i came out and i was like look i know this is palm springs but like all these people have white hair and this is usually a little bit younger establishment and then the band starts and they're called the dream boats they're from toronto canada and they're like a 50s cover band 
and they're like wow. doing Elvis and all that sort of stuff. And they got the look and the moves. And I mean, they were a great 50s cover band or whatever classics cover band, oldies cover band, whatever they would label themselves as. They were a lot of fun. So shout out to the Dream Boats from Canada. I have no idea how the hell you got here during COVID to play the 420 Bank in Palm Springs, California. But I'm glad you did. Yeah, and sometimes it's kind of cool. <clears throat> you go out and there's just a rack of older people just like partying, getting after it, like, all right. Yeah, they were having a good time. I didn't see any of them smoking weed. And I, I was like, do they know where they are? Like, are they not taking advantage of when the music started? A couple of them lit up, though. And I was like, hell yeah, this is a fun party to be at. Um, I like the idea of being like 75 and like the wife is still like, don't smoke weed, at least till the band starts. <laughs> Just show some self-control for once, Harold. Right? Like, Peter, I'm tired of your <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I also drove you out to give LA. that goddamn BC bud speech once again, Peter. I swear. <laughs> Look, you remember what happened to Tom Petty in 2002? We're not going through that again. Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't uh, think I forgot about the last Rush show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, drove out to L.A. Uh, my girlfriend's grandma lives out there and it's her 80th birthday. Um, and my niece was down from Seattle, so it was fun to see her. It was like first thing I walked in and she was like, Uncle Matt, I want to do exercise. And then sometimes she joins the exercises, but a lot of times she just acts as a weight for me while I exercise and I tire myself out. And she gets to <laughs> pretend like she's flying, you know, so... It's a fun little thing uh, that we do, and it was great, great to reenact it. My traps were sore the next day, but you know, it was she had a good time. Uh, tired her out for everybody else. I came in like a reinforcement, like let me take her off everybody's hands. Oh um, yeah, that's clutch. Yeah, yeah, just young single guy with energy, like <laughs> showing up. Uh, so yeah, it was it was fun, um, and. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty much weekend. Been grilling a lot since then. Like, so you know about those grill mats you can put like on top of the grill. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, those things are clutch. I got them for my dad probably like twelve years ago for Father's Day or something. I saw them on an infomercial, and like you know, uh, I'm gonna do a little mat topic. What's the best infomercial find you guys have had? In your whole life, because mine's grill mat. Wow, Ted, I'll let you go first because I could talk about this for an hour. I mean, th- mm. some of the the egg pan was pretty dope, like yeah. nonstick. Uh, I have a Gotham Steel like pan that's pretty good. But when I was like nineteen, Bernie's brother Andrew got one of those set it and forget it. And like we would watch sports and just put chicken wings in there. We were like, this thing's this thing's amazing. <laughs> the daytime rotisserie grill. Set it and forget it. Oh, I'm almost forgetting. The hands down, the king has to be the Foreman grill. Oh, yeah. George Foreman, dude. She goes 12 rounds, baby. Yeah. That was gonna be oh yeah. Dude, so my I, we've talked a little bit about um uh like as seen on tv products on this cast um so for me people know i'm kind of a minimalist i'm not a big consumer as seen on tv products have a special special place in my heart i love that aisle at bartell drugs i've i i usually won't order something off tv but i'll order it like you know online or whatever something that i saw on tv because the thing with those products is okay Yes, nine out of 10 of them are complete crap and you're paying $29.99 for 17 of them, but they really don't work very well. But every once in a while, one out of 10 of them comes along and it's one of the best damn products you've ever had and the price is right and it works like crazy. And for some reason, it just is not mainstream. One of those, I would say, this is not my best ever, but I would say like the Slim Clip is a great one. You can run over with a car, still fine. I would say another one of the best ones ever, OxyClean. Great product. Unbelievable. I still use it to this day. Um, I had a, uh, what's it called? A, like a ninja knife or something like that. Some kind of exotic knife that I bought on there. That was really good. Um, 
Oh, dude, what was that ceramic thing? I, I don't know. I've had a bunch. There's like little massage balls that are good. Um, obviously, the perfect push-up, great product. Yep. Yeah, Matt can vouch. You yeah, know, so those. there's there's a lot of great ones out there. I would say, oh God, even the Sham Wow. Yep. You know, Did but I would job. say ultimately, probably my best as seen on TV product. Maybe the now not, I don't cook enough for the slap chop. I, I don't know that I can narrow it down to one, but I just I'm a fan of a lot of them. And yep. uh, yeah, I'm with you. Guys. Actually, yeah, I'm with Ted. George Foreman Grill. I mean, hands down, dude. It's or as my friend calls it, the lean, mean flavor cutting machine because it cuts all the flavor out of whatever you're going to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we use that thing for everything. We used to toast bagels on it. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Well, I guess it's about that time. <laughs> Cobb topic. Cobb topic. God, that was great. Honestly, if, if people want to, I'll do a cop topic, but if people want to write in with their best uh, as seen on TV products, I'll read the hell out of those too. And I might buy whatever you send. Um, okay, so real quick, I just wanted to throw a shout out. Ted's brother is coming down to Austin. I'm not going to say when. I'm not going to say what he's there for, but we're going to hang. We're going to party. So if you're out walking your dog right now, get ready. He listens, long time listener, Ted's brother. It must be nice. I don't even know about this plan. Dude, we have our own relationship, man. Don't worry about it. But I told him we got a pool on the roof. I was like, you can escape your thing anytime. Come hang. You know, it's, yeah, it's going to be cool. Um, Okay. So, uh, honestly, it's going to be pretty round. Ted, you won't know until you get a photo from us by a pool with a bunch of women in bikinis. That's that's how you'll know. Um, Okay. So, uh, for the top topic, um, I was thinking about – so also a long time listener, uh, Michelle makes these little things we've talked about a lot. They're called the, we call them the US egg and it's US a egg. small, US egg. Uh, it's a small pancake with a little bit of syrup. Um, and then an egg on top of that, like a fried egg on top of that with a strip of bacon wrapped around the outside and some cheese, I think in there somewhere. Um, and it's just like, it's like a handheld little delicacy. They're really, really good. And it's like a whole breakfast in one. And I'm, Honestly, surprised that these haven't taken off bigger. We've been telling her to pitch it to McDonald's for a long time. So the cop topic this week is, if you're the CEO of McDonald's, what outrageous food item do you place on the menu? And by outrageous, I mean, remember when KFC had the double down or like, you know, I don't know. There's been a lot of extreme fast food items. It doesn't have to be extreme, but like, what's something outrageous, like to boost sales that you put on the menu? Uh, feel free to email us, literally the word email at the podcast with two E's.com. Uh, you're the CEO of McDonald's. What outrageous food item do you place on the menu? Boy, Matt, I know you smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> you you know, McDonald's, McDonald's right now has crazy. They're unleashing. I don't know if it was yesterday or today. They have one. They're combining sandwiches it's called the land, air, and sea. And it's like a chicken patty, a fish filet, and a burger all on like one bun. Whoa. Oh, that not sounds that. awful. That's Wait, what was that one was. sandwich? What was like the American sandwich or whatever? Dude, the big and tasty. Do you remember that thing? Yep, I do. Man, I don't know. Because like McDonald's, I hate it when they mess with the menu. Like you're McDonald's. But the McGriddle was amazing. I give them credit for that. Uh, We can talk Jack in the Box. They do a lot of experimental (laughs) items. I mean, any fast food place. Yeah, this this is more like Jack in the Box like appeals to stoners and does these sorts of things more often. But kind of in a similar manner to the McGriddle. You know, if you did, I'd like to eat a burger with grilled cheese as the bun. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure Jack's already doing it. Oh, (laughs) he's got crazy items. That's what I'm saying. Like, he has a whole midnight munchies menu. I don't look at the Jack in the box menu. I say I'll have two tacos, chicken sandwich with bacon and just get on with my day. Wow. (laughs) Oh, man. I just cruise the menu sometime on Uber Eats, and I'm like, Jack's crazy. Uh, wild, Jack, dude. Jack's on one. I know. You're crazy that's for this cool. one, Jack. That's part of If I get Uber Eats, that's part of it. Like, I got to be stoned and waste at least half an hour just looking at menus and then just order something. Cobb, <laughs> uh, I have my idea. So I used to love, I believe it used to be the number seven, the crispy chicken meal. 
So I want like that big piece of crispy chicken. I want that big piece of crispy chicken. And then I want it between two like uh, bun sized waffles. I don't know if they serve those, but it'd be like chicken and waffles together. Wow. That's pretty good, dude. Syrup or no? Oh, it's kind of like ketchup. You put it on yourself. Yeah, I think you could dip in the syrup. I mean, look, they put they put cheese on fish. I don't know. Maybe there's a slice of cheese on there. Dude, that's actually surprising to me that there's not a waffle-based chicken sandwich at this point. You know? Sure. Like, America has spoken. Obviously, that's a popular combo. Somebody has it. I just, I'm just thinking about, like, McDonald's and that. Yeah, I've had one somewhere, but McDonald's, yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. And that'd I, be a hitter. That'd I remember that old Ted. crispy chicken Ted. sandwich, Ted. Or maybe McDonald's just comes out of nowhere. Like, Jack in the Box. Like, I, like, I love Jack in the Box. Jack is not nearly the level or as many stores. What if ta- or McDonald's comes out of nowhere and goes, you know what? We're going to have two tacos on our menu. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Curveball. Just starting beef to start beef. That would be wild, man. I, yeah. And Jack has mini tacos now, too. Oh, uh, his late night menu is his. Like, I know it's not one dude, but like his late night menu is crazy. Like, the other day I looked on, you get like a box of like 15 or 20 mini tacos covered in like cheese and something else. I was like, like he, Jack of the Box is just like, look, dude, it's after 9 p.m. You're eating fast food. Like, we know what you want. It's the same way Taco Bell for years has been like, fourth meal. Like, you ain't hungry, but you want a snack. <laughs> dude, honestly, it, it really, I feel like Jack's late night menu is basically like if you and your friends like got stoned and then went in and used their ingredients, like make a bunch of crazy stuff. And you're like, oh, check this out, man. You know what I mean? Like, it really is just, it's classic stoner food. But That's how they to your do point it. about what you said about Jack, how you're like, I know it's not Jack just making everything, whatever. That's why I had so much respect for Ingemar from Ikea, because that dude started that company. Like, that was his business. And he's like, hey, I'm Ingemar from Ikea. And then he'd, like, try to sell you some furniture. <laughs> like, that was hustle, man. Like, that guy was a multi-billionaire, and he's like, I'm doing my own commercials <laughs> in multiple languages. <laughs> I respect it. Man, the only, I mean, look, Ikea is great. You can get a bunch of stuff there. It's just so hard to get out of there. And then the only time I really got upset was like, it just, I hate, I hate malls and I hate like that kind of shopping. I love grocery shopping. But I remember I was dating a girl and she's like, let's go down to Ikea and just get the meatballs. And I just snapped. I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm not getting stuck in that maze just to get lunch. Yeah. That's what I was like, I'm not going into that rat maze to find cheese and not come out with like some domestic furnishing, you know? <laughs> like she knew what she was doing, dude. She was trying to see if you were like fit to marry. Yeah. That was a test, Ted. You failed, but you won in our hearts. I thought he passed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It depends on who you ask. Yeah. yeah. As far as the podcast is concerned, he passed. As far as that girl and her mom is concerned, he failed. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. You're here on the honors list, Ted. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I don't really have anything coming up. Got another quiet weekend. And then uh, next, the weekend after, a Super Bowl. Pump for that. It's going to be some chicken wings involved. I'm making all the dips, boys. Breaking them out. Let's go. It's that season, man. Yeah, I know. Might be the end of the season. You never know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Until next week, uh, for MCTP, for Cobb, I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers.